Today's quote of the day is, those who plan peace have joy. Proverbs 12, 20. I'm LaToya. I'm Dorian. And I'm Dee. And this is Reckless Therapy. All right, so just so you guys can get to know us a little bit, we're going to ask a little bit of questions just so you can see how we think. Mm-hmm. Um, what are... Can guys, either of us answer it? Or yeah. is it like, a, okay. It could be a free-for-all. If you don't want to answer, you can pass. Okay. So just... A little basic question. What's your favorite color and why? Green. It reminds me of life. Wow. What's yours? That's dope. Oh. I know. <laughs> Green is mine too. What I'm like. Really? Yeah, I want to say you stole it, but you did <laughs> A bitch by the pad. Right. <laughs> she just took us. Green is a life. I was gonna say black because it make me look slim, but uh, <laughs> that's wrong with that. No, but I didn't want to say like pink because mm. when I think of pink, I don't know why I think of fresh flowers and just mm. open scenery and yeah, just yes. calm spring. Yeah, so I have two yeah. favorite colors. Okay. Mine are green and purple. I don't know why I like the color green, but I love all shades, all hues. Green. Mm. Me too. Yeah. I don't know, but, um, and purple, I think, I don't know, royalty. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it's not the colors of Africa, but for some reason, I think of Africa, I think purple. Mm-hmm. Maybe royalty. I love it, I yeah. Know. Whatever. That's I love it. Yeah. Okay, so my next question is, do you guys, either one of y'all can answer this, do you identify with the feminism, with the feminist movement, and do you think it takes away from the black man movement? So I have, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't indulged in it to get a lot of clarity from it. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel as if it should take away from the black man movement. Mm-hmm. Like we got our own separate issues. And I feel like we should have somebody standing up for what we believe in. So I feel like we should be able to both support each other. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I haven't. I need to know what the feminine, what's the feminist movement as a whole? This is the way I take it. I can't tell you what it is as a whole. I can only take it what it is for me. Okay. And I feel like for me, it's just supporting women. Oh, okay. That's for me. Now, sometimes you get into some of those groups and there is a lot of men bashing going on and a lot of other stuff. Okay. I don't want to be a part of that. I like, I'm pro men. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in support of yeah. their mental health and everything, but I feel like the feminist move, movement for me, it should be a space where we're able to that sisterhood, that bond. Oh, absolutely, yeah. so and I, I I agree with that. So yeah. I think I, I definitely support it, but I agree with Deke. I think we can support a movement that doesn't bash another movement. Right. We can all move in the it's same no, direction in right. our own lane. I hear a lot of men, especially a lot of black men, they talk about this. Um, this this feminist movement or this feminist movement going on, whatever, and they discuss how they feel like it's taken away from the black man movement. Mm-hmm. And black women shouldn't get caught up in that. White women, da, 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 whatever, whatever. So I just was curious how you guys... But if we're empowering each other and yeah, ourselves, that doesn't take away it from... It just depends on... Their power. That's true. I guess it's that's just how, on your If anything, it makes them stronger. Of, true. 
how people take it. Right. When a man comes on the show, this will be a good question to come back to. Yes. And we have any listeners, please hit our Instagram page up at Reckless Therapy with a W. And please let us know how you feel about that. Yes, indeed. Okay. This is the last question. How do y'all feel about Cardi B saying the word nigga? Um, I don't have a problem with this saying I don't have a problem with it either. I don't care. I don't. I, I, I just feel like Latinos are colored people. I feel now, like I ain't going to say I ain't got a problem with all Latinos saying it. I and really you, would not. If I heard, yeah. honestly, I, I wouldn't have, have an issue with any brown or black people saying it. I don't I don't have an issue with it, with it either and it kind of goes back to what we talked about offline mm-hmm. about how when you grow up and you're mm-hmm. around something mm-hmm. it's all you know. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we have to remember that too. I don't think it's just somebody wakes up at 20 something years of age and says, "I'm going to say this word." If you grow up, but there's a lot of white people that grew up mm-hmm. around people and that say people, that I, and they and say some it. Of them I don't even have a problem with. I just so I can't I'm minding my business on that. I, if that's I what know. she want to say, I don't care. I don't judge it because like she said, that's probably the environment you grew up in. Right. I don't think she's being derogatory. Like I don't think it's her way of being like she's using it as endearment. The way we yep. use it. Right. She sure is. I don't have a problem with her saying it. I went to a white high school, uh, big up to my Maryland family. <laughs> I went to a white high school in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. And a lot of the white people there they wouldn't say the nigger word to us. But they would say it amongst each other. Yeah. So anybody who went to Quince Orchard and gave this very merrily, you know in the hallways, we hear some white people, what up, my nigga? Yeah. And that, that was common. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with anybody saying the word amongst themselves, mm-hmm. like to each other. Mm-hmm. But you know what bothers me? Sometimes, like, foreigners come over, Haitians, some Africans, and they use the word but with the ER. That's what right. I said. It, I feel like it's the way you use it. It's the way you use it for me. Yeah, the context. It matters. You rapping a song. You like some nigga. I don't even care about this. Yeah. I don't have no smoke with you. Yeah. Enjoy it. And I G G E R. Yeah. No. For me. I don't. Period. I'm almost out of time. I was going to say this really fast. Gucci Man posted this video. And it's so funny. Sorry, guys. That was my timer. Gucci Man posted this video of this white boy in the car next to him. I don't know somebody sent them the video or he recorded it with this white boy in a car and he go off on one of his songs and it's like every time Gucci Man in the song say nigga he uh, uh, uh. are like you he's serious? not saying the word oh. but he's going so hard and I'm like and everybody in the comments like look to your right look to your right oh. and it was just I, I just like let people be let them <laughs> yeah, be free right? let yeah. them be happy yeah. Yeah. yeah like I said it's the context mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean you can say something and mean something it's, it's people that Absolutely. say something one way and mean it another exactly. way exactly it's not like that mm-hmm. she's really mm-hmm. saying it like and I agree yeah. intentions yeah okay so we'll continue these questions next episode i like that yeah i like that cool. segment okay. that's cute yeah. i know <laughs> i wish i could do my okay i can't do it though. i can't do it either. yes you can right. i'm that not even good. gonna try okay i'm like the white guy we gotta be careful she co- she copyrighted that you, know, oh, you she can't did. do it without getting paid oh, please don't <laughs> it's the first episode right. please don't don't come after us okay. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be like, Tierra Marie, I got a whole 50 cent for you, you know okay? What? Oh. You have to check cash place. I need to send 50 cent. I ain't got it. Right. <laughs> that might be copyright. Oh 
I think so. Yeah, we gonna be able to say no. Yes. You know what? A lot of people are copywriting things. Did y'all see that Ha Ha Davis copyrighted Big Fella? And he should. That's so great. And he should. That's how you make sure well, what you money. create Coin is covered. Right. Yeah. That's Coin brilliant. Yeah. Had people like, I don't know, like they talked about how Carlton didn't um, copyright the dance oh and Fortnite was able to take that. Mm-hmm. You have to protect your craft. Yeah. You Carlton have to. Paid a fortune yes, he could have. Yes, he could have. But you live and learn. Who's talking first? I think you should go first, Dee. Yes. Okay. So my topic may strike a couple nerves, but it's okay. We've all been there. But I want to talk about family issues that plague generations. So we're going to start off by saying as you grow up, you are forced to have to deal with issues from previous family members but somehow because they were not able to resolve their issues you're now wrapped up into other people's problems as you grow up and you have to take that on yourself my family is so divided and so separated that I just withdrew from everybody because I'm not taking a side with this one I'm not taking a side with that one I'm not going to say I don't like you because mom don't like you. I'm not going to say I don't like you because my dad don't like you. I feel like that's crazy. So I just don't talk to any family. And oh, man. I just don't. Mm-hmm. And I had a conversation the other day, and I remember telling someone that I just remember when we went to family reunions and I was younger, mm-hmm. my grandma was alive. It was fun to me. Yes. But it was fun because I was young and I didn't know what was going on. But as I got older and I'm going to the family reunion, I'm sitting back. I'm sitting back. Oh, you can't get a hamburger from this person. Oh, you can't get a bun from this person. Oh, I ain't got no more sodas for you. Like, you can't. So it wasn't as fun no more because you're not young. And, you you know, when you're young, you're just free. You don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, innocent. But as I got older, I'm just watching how nobody really interacts with each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is it because my grandma passed away? Like, what's going on? But it's like, no, I'm older. And I was able to literally see how undivided my family was. And I just reflected back on, before I knew all this, how fun family used to be to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. So I have not been to my family reunion, and I do not know how long. Pump your brakes. Y'all still have family reunions? We still have family wow. reunions. Okay, that's a major, major. right? Barely anybody shows up anymore. But but they're being planned, right? Wow, that's that's I'm sorry. And have family reunions. Wow, I wish our family could still do that. Me too. It died with my great grandmother. Yeah, so I just want to know you you guys' opinion on how do you feel about family issues that plague the next generation. Like, and I'm not going to be as if I'm goody two-shoes because I have siblings that I don't talk to because of issues that happen between me and them. So I was close to my nephews, but because me and my sister got problems, I don't talk, it's not that I don't talk to my nephews anymore because I do text them, we talk from here and there, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. So then now my kids will grow up not interacting with their cousins and then... They will grow up, you know, not interacting with me as they used to and not interacting with their cousins. 
And, you know, my kids probably hear what I say about my sister. And then her kids hear what she say about me. So I feel like it's just the cycle just still continuing. Mm -hmm. And I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know how that's to be, you know, broken. But it just bothers me. Like, it really does bother me that... Like, people take on other people's problems, mm-hmm. and it has absolutely nothing to do with them. Yeah, and it impacts the children the most. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like you said, they don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just trying to, they don't know why. Why haven't we and seen yeah. such and such in so long? issues that my mom and my dad had with her brothers and sisters, as I was growing up, because they had problems with my father, I was treated like, well, me and my sisters was treated like an outcast, so y'all can't come over here because we don't mess with your dad. Oh, y'all can't come over. Y'all can't come over here because your mom, like my mom's side of the family, they didn't want to have nothing to do with us because that was our dad. And then they didn't want to have anything to do with my mom anymore because she decided to stay with my dad. So it was just so much yeah. chaos growing up yeah. that I just decided I don't want to fuck with none of y'all. Yeah. All y'all motherfuckers mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like. Five, six, seven when this shit happened, and y'all taking it out on me as if I did something. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, I don't want people dying. I ain't going to her funeral. She ain't like me. I ain't going to that bitch funeral mm-hmm. because she ain't like me. But it shouldn't be like that. No. It shouldn't be like that. Yeah. And then listen to what you just said, too. That's something that you said I feel like I really identify with, and I think it's like really important. Your mom was going some your mom was going through something with your father. Your sisters got her sisters got upset because they felt like she should have left and stopped talking to her. Where's the love? Why do we do that? It's deeper than that. <laughs> no, no, but it's, it's not, but it, it sounds stupid, but that's something that's in my family too. It's yeah. something that, that I can relate to. I mean, well, it's family business. We talking. No, yeah, you don't it's have to open it up. So right? I can indulge in it. My dad shot my uncle five times. Okay. So, my uncle was like on his deathbed. He's passed away since, but not, well, I can't even say it's not from that because he stayed alive for a long time after right, that happened. With complications. But they saying he still passed away from complications of what happened from what my dad did. Okay. So from what happened, you know, everybody's like, he tried to kill your brother and you still decided to stay with him? Y'all not welcome at my house. Y'all not, which when you get older, is kind of understandable because somebody shot my brother. I would, yeah. well, I can't say what I would do, That's but... True. I kind of I understood it as I got older, right? But still, that to take it out different. on kids that had nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. like it was literally like you're not welcome at my home. Houses that I would go over, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aunts and uncles that I was like cousins that I was like close to, and it was just like the door was shut in my face. And then my dad did time for it, so my mom was out here on her own. And it was like we ain't had nobody because nobody wanted to how fuck with her. How do you mend those relations? How do you mend that those holes? Because I'm all about solutions. Both mm-hmm. parties have to be willing to. Yeah. Yeah, like me and my sister clashed. I reached out to her so many Over times. Over this situation too. No, 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 not that. When I moved here, for some reason, she just stopped talking to me, and I still to this day have no clue. I called her so many times to try to figure out like what it is and can we talk about it? What um. we just have not. I've never got a straight answer from her. If that's the case, I still don't know to this day. But my thing is, I reached out. I can't yeah. get an answer. I don't know what else to do. And that's the, to me, that's the solution. The yeah, that, the is. solution is, mm-hmm. if you've done your part, right? Mm-hmm. 
it takes the other person to be able to mend it. So if that person doesn't do that, you have to move on. And Mm -hmm. honestly, you don't want your kids a part of anything toxic anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's you're saving them by doing that anyway. But if both parties can come together and mend mm-hmm. it, then I think that's how you break it. Mm-hmm. But both par- it, it one person true. can't yeah, fix true. something. One family member can't fix something. It has to be a, a, an effort and people really genuinely wanting to fix it mm-hmm. for it to work. So I don't know how you can, can come up. I just up. look at it as the same as me not being able to fuck with my cousins growing up because of family issues i'd be looking at it now as if like you know my kids not fucking with their cousins because of family issues that we got i just i just find it that is so stupid but it's mm-hmm. and it's so hard to have a relationship with the kids without the parents mm-hmm. and that's you know? pretty much what happened because yeah. when i moved down here that was almost moved to you know atlanta that was 10 years ago mm-hmm. so my nephews at the time probably was about nine or ten so I had to go through my sister to speak with them. Mm-hmm. But now that they're older, they're like 21, 22, 23. So I've been going so long, but I reach out to them now, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're older. And we, I send them shout-outs for their birthday, send them a little money or whatever, once in the blue. But it's just not the same. Yeah. It's just not the same. And then you got to understand, too, that I think it's probably not out of mind, out of sight. Mm-hmm. I got family members that wasn't no beef, but when I went away to college... I didn't see them for so long. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's strange. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, these people I've been in school with for this four years, I kind of feel closer to them than Mm -hmm. I do you Mm -hmm. and you and me. We're blood, and the only thing different is the time that we met. I mean, last time I was in Philly, I went to our house. She never locked the door. So I went to our house, locked the door, opened it up, and came on in. Like, hello. My nephew was two of them there. One of my nephews was there, you know, so I talked to him. I talked to her for a little bit. Like, I really don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. When you talk to her, what she say? Oh, we don't talk about the problems, like, and that's the issue. We always sweep everything under the rug, and it was mm-hmm. to the point where I'm not sweeping nothing under the rug. You have to talk to me. So when I came in and talked, I just was like, you know, I think I might have texted her before I was coming to let her know I was coming. I can't remember, but whatever. We just, you know, hey, how everything going? How did this call my nephew downstairs, hugged him, gave him a little bit of money, gave her a hug, and then I had left. Like, we don't talk about the issue at hand. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to talk about then it. Then it's her issue alone. And it just literally, know, like, it just affects so many she's people. Carrying so much it, it just affects so many people. And that's how I had to shrug it off. Like, what I can literally you do? had to tell her, like, look, when you ready to talk, call me. How close were y'all before you left? We were super close. Wow. Her kids was at my house every weekend. She was at my house a lot. I was at her house a lot. Like every week, probably every week, we we was together. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I just you know thought about how I was isolated growing up because of issues that had nothing to do with me. And then I started thinking about my kids and my nephews. And then you know they'll start to have kids and. It's just like a but cycle. I think it's about truth. I think cycle. breaking the cycle is truth. Mm-hmm. First off, our kids know a lot more than we even realize they know. Mm-hmm. But think about the difference between them walking through life, thinking something, and you saying to them, hey, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay? Except this happened, this happened, and this happened. Mm-hmm. It is not because I don't want you to see such and such. That's how it is, and it's not right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is what it is. But just imagine the seed that you plant when you do that, because now in their mind it's like, oh, 
okay, I know that. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to handle it. That's this how way. you break it. You're breaking the cycle by it. providing truth. Right. Generations before us didn't tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Not only did they keep things quiet, but they lied about things and insist on making us believe that not telling something is it's not a lie. It's, it's a still lie. a lie. Right. So I feel like that's how we break the cycle. Truth. Amen. I, I really believe it. And of course, we know if our kids are a certain age, we have to explain mm-hmm. things a certain way or they may, may not be ready. Absolutely. But I think that truth will set them free. Not to be yeah. cliches, Cliche. but <laughs> it's the truth. I, and it, it, it can the make truth their does decision. set you free. You might not like the answer, mm-hmm. but at least you know what hand to play. Yep. You know, I agree with that. And then you don't leave them to make up their own mind. Because imagine growing up and being like, well, I just thought she didn't like me. No, your aunt loved you. Mm -hmm. She just didn't make it like me. I don't know why, but she Mm -hmm. loved. But as a kid, you start to make those assumptions. Mm -hmm. So that's how we break it. And I think if we do that intentionally, we're going to break the cycle in our own And then by the time they have children, they're going to know. Yeah. We're not Mm going to do this same thing. Yeah. So by the time you have your grandchildren and great-grandchildren, you won't see those cycles anymore. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel it's about to me personally. I feel like I have to, and I get why you said you don't talk to certain people because it's like for me, I feel like I have to challenge that those family members. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you saying that? If that person was in here, you wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. I know. And I'm that person too. <gasps> oh, and you know, like, they true. look at us as being 15. Yes. Yes. So, are you speaking? Who are you who talking are you? to? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And now. Look, I go to family events and my auntie and uncle still be like, put a handle on that name. I am 35 years old. Still talking about, auntie, can I have some water? They ain't got no damn kids. They looking at me like, But, um, yeah, so I I think that is another thing that we need to start talking Mm -hmm. about this stuff. And maybe we should start challenging some of it. Even people on our side, mom. Why don't you reach out to your niece and nephew? Mm-hmm. You know, it's such such birthday today. Just say happy birthday. I think little doing that little bit might plant some yeah, seeds. And be too. the catalyst for the Absolutely. change. Whether they want to hear it or not, at least you said it. Mm-hmm. So I think I think those are two things that I think that can that can help. Okay. I need you to um talk bring this up again so we can talk about it some more. It's so many this we can go so in depth with generational yeah, we definitely persons can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or ge- lack of generational. How did you phrase it? Um, family issues plaguing generations. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. money is a big thing. Yeah, it's a lot. What? Why don't we sit down money and like, Money. We don't talk. I, I never was taught how to balance a ch- Because so they weren't taught. I, right, they weren't taught. But it, let me say this is crazy. They don't want to. My mom came from a middle class family. Mm-hmm. It was still black. But she grew up in a house with her mother and her father. They had two cars. My grandma stayed at home. My grandfather went to school. He still didn't teach my mom about money, though. She didn't teach me about money. Mm-hmm. So even though that... And it's not about it being better than... Of you course. just think that they have the resources where they can... Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like you go out and work. You're supposed to do what you're supposed to do with your money. Mm-hmm. It was, but what it's, is that? It's what am I supposed like, to do? It's How much like, am I supposed to do? Let's just say. sit down and see what you do. It's like you make your money. You you know what kind of bills you got. Mm-hmm. You know what you're supposed to do. That's, I just feel like that's how it... Is yeah, but I don't like with that. Families. And I feel like, um, not to take over your subject, but I feel like we honor money too much. I feel like in some other people's homes, like we hold money, like we get money, and it's something like we we 
we put more value, more emphasis on money than what we should. It's like we're too scared to invest. Oh, they gonna steal our money, or we? I'm not gonna do this. They gonna take my money. <laughs> what you trying to do? Is this a scam? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We don't. We we do all that stuff, and I feel like when you talk to other people, they're not as scared to invest. They're not scared of losing a little bit of money or taking chances. And I feel like it's because they're more informed about money. Yeah, we have and to I change feel, our relationship yeah. with it. I agree then completely. We can be better business owners. Mm-hmm. We can be maybe have better relationships. I'm not arguing mm-hmm. with my husband about mm-hmm. X, Y, Z or da da da. Yeah. Listen, finances can girl make or break you. Yes, it can. People get stressed out about it to I the do. point where they are. And I think for me, I've had to. Read finances is a touchy topic for me because I just feel like just the past maybe four years I've been thinking about money different and looking at money different and what I realized about myself I had to forgive myself because I think I was at a point where I was like are you like money hungry or are you materialistic why do you think about money like this and then I realized no Toya you you need stability mm-hmm. and when you have stability I'm not out here trying to spend no extra amount of money in there. I'm a pretty simple. I'm simple. I I want what I want. Of course, I got to have a certain type of body wash. That's fine. (laughs) Right. But I'm not out here trying to buy. I don't need no Bentley truck. I don't need that. And now, if I get to a point in life where I can get something and I want it at that time, I will. Right. But I had to learn, no, you need stability. That's why you're stressed out. That's because right. you're you're not worrying it, you don't know where this is coming from and how this is. Mm-hmm. But once you have that foundation set, your mind is going to be at ease. But see, that's the problem because a lot of us have not established. We have not had that foundation established for us. Yes, I definitely and it starts did not. young. And then you know what? It's so crazy because I remember having a conversation with someone in my family and them checking me like, "Well, why did you do that? You know, I'm in college and I'm getting overdraft fees." Mm-hmm. Well, why you get up? You don't know no better. And I'm feeling so the guilt and the shame mm-hmm. and the embarrassment of, oh my God, I should have did this. And I'm really fucking up. And but you really didn't know oh, I, I, Right now I'm older and I look back on that. I'm like, girl, but how dare you as yeah. an adult when you could have took that That's a That's a training moment. Right. Right I made that's a teaching same moment. mistakes. Like nobody talked to me about money. I just knew that when I swiped my card several times, the money wasn't the hell in there. Mm-hmm. I got charged $35 for a soda. That I paid a dollar mm. for. That was an expensive ass soda. I paid like $36 for this damn soda. Yeah. So I had to start learning on my own. But I, then it was just like, okay, bitch, you know you ain't got this money in your account. But you can swipe it anyway and they just paid $35 later. So I had to start learning on my own. So when I opened my oldest daughter account, I had to tell I, I literally told her, like, you can't spit, spend no. If you only got $7 in this account, you can't spend nothing but $7 in this account. I said right. because they will charge you. Damn near forty dollars for spending that seven. I said so. That is not. I don't even think I told her that. I think I told her whatever's in your account. That's all you can spend. Absolutely. If you got seven dollars, you can't spend no more than seven dollars because it won't allow you to. And I think it was later on down the line that I started talking to her about uh, insufficient no, funds and, and all that stuff. Listen, yeah. So I she was a, already programmed to only see, spend teaching. what was in her account. Teaching. And that's what we need to like. We gotta really teach our children Mm -hmm. we can't just have them send them off to school and think that don't touch this don't ask me this it's gonna get them by Mm -hmm. to their adult or don't talk my business don't tell this person that that's not gonna get Mm -hmm. them by Mm -hmm. we need to actually start giving our children the tools and the resources i don't even have kids but i think about this stuff because i remember somebody the person in college i had a guy friend and he told me it was like he was an older guy friend he was like one of our mentors or whatever at school 
for like my department or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, if you got a dollar in your account, you can always get gas. Just pay that later. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I? They, that's what the banks want me to do. Yeah. I'm making them rich. They're loan sharks. These CEOs are rolling in dough, yes. and I'm sitting here. Struggling. Have you looked at the statistics of of overdraft fees? How much yeah. money they make? Oh, that's why Bank of America. You, I see Wells Fargo apology commercial. Yeah. <laughs> we sorry. All yes. the scamming. They will. I, yes. I remember three in seventy two hours. I challenged Wells Fargo one year, and it made. I was ready to get a lawyer on the asses. It made absolutely no sense to me. They, they what they had started doing. I stayed on the phone with these folks about three hours, trying to tell them they were incorrect, and they tried to tell me they was right. They had started doing, let's just say, if I paid my electric bill, gas bill, water bill, right? And let's say it would have left me with about $30 in in my account. Mm -hmm. And then I go out and spend the $30, let's just say. What they were doing was restructuring how the money was coming mm-hmm. out of your account. Bank of America was they still do that. So you the highest they still do that to this day. Third. You know that, That's right? illegal. They still do that to this day. Yes, I still have oh, them. I they have still them. Do- I, my account. I've never had the. No, they can't problem. do that no more. They switched it. They did. You sure. can, let me tell you what they'll do. They switched it. You can make a deposit mm-hmm. and they'll show the deposit last. So you can make a deposit That's at five p.m. Mm-hmm. of three hundred dollars. At 4 p.m., you go spend a bunch of money. Well, they'll have all the money that you spent mm-hmm. come out first, and Before, then the deposit and then last. The so you get an overdraft. So, so you'll get an overdraft, and that's what they were doing. Bank of America like was doing my, it. They sued. My, class, my damn paycheck would go in. It would show that it was there. I would go pay all my bills, and mm-hmm. when I calculate, I should have thirty dollars left in this account. Mm-hmm. But what they were doing taking was the taking all money the bill first. money and they were well, starting with the higher. Like, okay, your card number was for something. Yes, they start, the most, they start with the most. They the largest charge yeah. first. And then, yes. and, then, and then they would show my paycheck going in. Oh, well, your paycheck didn't hit yet. So, therefore, I'm like, mess. I logged online to make sure the yeah, money and was, it was in there before I even paid Now, okay, bill. so I stand corrected. Maybe they don't do that anymore, mm-hmm. but they still do their overdraft fees that way. Mm-hmm. So, they, they're not technically restructuring it mm-hmm. but they're doing it by the largest they're pro they're processing it on the back mm-hmm. end the same by way the largest it amount. just doesn't look that mm-hmm. way that's all yeah but exactly. they're still getting over trust me because oh, I've, I've had to yeah. get with them still to this day even though they can't give you the three in a certain amount of time and they're still finding a way to structure to maneuver it, it. Yeah, you know it but, it, but it, then it's like as i talked to my oldest son about that it's like then are you telling me mom don't have a bank account yeah, it's so hard because it's like, and half the time if we know the real truth about the bank, when your money goes in, it's in someone else's account anyway. Your money's not safe; it's just circulating. Yeah, they so just, it's like I get why people stash some money in a safe underneath the floor. I get it too, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. it's ridiculous. But we like you said, we need talking. to know. We need to have this dialogue. We need to not be afraid of talking about money. We need not to be afraid of mm-hmm. investing in each other. We got to start learning how to trust each other yeah. because at the end of this day. It's a bond that we have. When I'm in a room, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to keep it real. This is reckless therapy, right? right? That means I'm safe in these walls. That's right. So if I'm in a room, and it's y'all, someone that looks like me, it's y'all in that room, Mm -hmm. and it's other people, I'm going to trust y'all. Yeah. Because it's something, I know my upbringing or whatever, whatever, Mm -hmm. we have something in common, something familiar. Right. So if I'm really going to trust y'all, I think it's time that we all start talking about money, and we start doing business with each other. Because at the end of the day, I'm... You know, 
someone who understands your background without having to explain it. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, real quick, before we switch, that's one thing I'm grateful for about technology. See, our parents' parents didn't have the mm-hmm. things at their fingertips that we do. We can Google something and learn about something. We can. They didn't have these no, things. It wasn't it, easy. Yeah. So we can evolve right, right now Girl, easily. You know what? We are at such a good time in our lives because tell me that you didn't have them dusty ass encyclopedias. Go into the library. Go look it up. Let and you know that shit you. will be outdated. My, my mom had like A to F. I used to have to go around the corner to the lady right. back in the house and see if she had H. Like the shit was the worst. So when computers oh. came out and this yes. damn AOL dollar yes. and all that shit. Yes. 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 Like never, never, never know. know. If you listening right now, you got a full set of cyclopedias. Post the picture and tag us. Yeah. Like now. (laughs) We know y'all got them. Don't try to front. No, that's that's true. And I, I agree with you. Which can take me into me just during a motivational moment. So my motivational moment is going to be for... It's my topic, but I want to make it into just a quick moment. Okay. I just want to motivate. And I know people use the word shaming. That's the new thing. People mm-hmm. say people are shaming. I don't use that term, but I know what it means. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now because entrepreneurship is growing and booming, especially mm-hmm. amongst women, um, that people look at others who may not be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or may not want that for themselves as less of a person or that they're not a go-getter or or they're you know they're a slave they don't want to you know and I personally feel like that's not true and I get the side of us saying let's have multiple streams of income Mm -hmm. we all need that Mm -hmm. I totally get that but you can do that and still you may love your company Mm -hmm. they may treat you well benefits are great you love what you do you get paid well you see a future there you can move up Who's to say you can't do that? Absolutely. And if you did want right. to own a, 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 a I don't know, something on the uh, side, you use that to funnel that, or you just did both of those things. But I think we have to stop, and the, the official term for that is an entrepreneur. I think people that are are people that are inside of an organization growing and moving up, mm-hmm. don't feel bad because that's what you do. Don't let people think that, like you said, folks need to mind their business. Yeah, no if this is what a person should... judgment on, on your you. life Thank because you. of something that they want to do. Thank right. I hate, you. I, I don't like to use the word hate, but I absolutely me hate too. that. Don't put your notions on me as to what I should be doing because yep. it's something that you want to yes. do. That's what the fuck you want to do, go do it. Right. Have at it. And let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a both of y'all a question this is this what i'm thinking i don't know if this is real or not but i'm starting to wonder are people doing that because they're insecure is that like what i'm doing is the right thing and then they gotta before someone says mm-hmm. what you're doing is wrong or they gotta attack they gotta, the other person yeah, they gotta mm-hmm. justify yeah, right. it right right but this is the thing though if you do if you are an entrepreneur and right. you expect your business to grow and you're shaming other people that's not the way to get business. If you are or employees, thank you. <laughs> what type of boss are you? That's right. what I said off top. 
there. If everybody a boss, who the f- who gonna work for you? Yeah. You know what? If you shaming everybody that works yes. and press the clock, who gonna work That's for you? That's right. That's right. I tell people. That's right. My auntie, who's a, we're going to get her to call in one day, y'all. And I'll tell you, she <laughs> yes. knows that Bible. Yes. She knows that Bible. Yes. I be having that. I call her sometimes to help get me right. But um, I don't want to say I got her right. That's so wrong. Auntie, if you listening, please don't pull out your switch next time I see you. I don't oh. want no smoke. Please. <laughs> don't pull out. Please don't pull it out. But, um, you know, I had to tell her something. And I think it's kind of on the same lines of what you're saying, mm-hmm. but not in the same, almost on the same lines, but mm-hmm. not in the same view. I'll say it. So I want, I'm happy being a servant. I like serving. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm an esthetician and y'all, I had this lady on my table Saturday and she was crying. Like she was crying. She was legit crying. I had did her sisters. You know y'all therapists too. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know. I did her sisters and that's why whenever I'm working on somebody's face, I'm emotional and I carry it. So I go to that closet and I let it out whenever mm-hmm. I need to cry beforehand, if I need to scream, fuss, do whatever. If I can't get it out, I'm not taking that appointment because I'm not giving nobody else that energy. Mm-hmm. It's very you got to understand the mindset that you're in before you touching other people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everything. I make sure I get everything in order. Breath, eye yeah. crust, how I'm looking, <laughs> the smiles on my face, everything. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to give, you want some. I tell everyone who's sitting on my table, who's laying on my table, this is your appointment. So I'm working for you right now. If I need to make some adjustments, let me know. If my pressure's not right, please let me know. I would actually appreciate it because I don't want to take away from you. I'm not here to rob you. My mm-hmm. job right now is to like love on you, make sure that you're satisfied. Mm-hmm. So, um, and my auntie tried to correct me. Well, God don't want you to be a servant. I said somebody gotta open the door. I think that's a blessing that's to stand at the gates and open the door for the people. Yes. Like, come on, and yes. I, for everyone to have this attitude, like you could do you better. Like, oh, you could do better. You could do better. You better. You're supposed to be you running it, right. telling them to yeah. do this and do that. How, and how do. you know this ain't my better? How you that's know this right. ain't what I and I don't, but which, but it, it, to me, why it's so hurtful is because it's like that movie. I can't think of the name of it. The Butler, the Butler, oh, yeah, the Butler, the Butler. Like you know, I think at the end, the son realized everything that he was able to do was because his father was a Butler. Yeah, like mm-hmm. let's not shit on those people. Yeah. Let's not shit on I will never forget my grandma used to tell me when mm-hmm. I was little, you speak the same way to the janitor as you do Absolutely. to the boss. How are you today? And I do that same. Right. I'm always that way. Right. You are not any less of a person because, because you're you of a certain job. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to start my own business just like the rest Absolutely. of the world do. But if that ain't how I want to move mm-hmm. the way you move, mm-hmm. That's my prerogative. Yeah, that's I don't right. give a shit it how is. you feel about me. It is. I move how I move. Yeah. And I'll get it done when I get yeah. it done. Yeah. People can call you a procrastinator. Yeah. Call you whatever they want to call you. That's yeah. your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Your opinion don't affect my life. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm just not a fan of that. I'm, I'm just not. So. 
But yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's my motivational moment today. I just want to encourage anybody, no matter what you're doing, if that's what you want to do, do, do it. it. If it's not what you want to do, change it. But if it's what you want to do, do it. Be proud of it and make whatever moves you have to make to continue to make yourself happy. And that's not just with work. That's with your relationships, your friendships, Amen. yourself, Freedom. your mental state, everything. Do what you want to do. If it makes you happy. Forget what everybody else That's has to right. say. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So. Live in your own truth. Be comfortable. Yep. In it. So that's that. Dorian, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you up next? Right. Okay. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to explain this or break this down so everyone understands it, but I'm going to try my best. But okay. please, again. We're listening. Yeah, I think you guys might understand it a little bit better because we talked about it offline in a lot of um, in a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. But for everyone listening, I want all the smoke. So please, okay. <laughs> uh, come all into the um, What's comment the section. Page? What's this? Yeah. It's Reckless, Reckless Therapy with the W. w. Yes. Boom. Right. <laughs> I want all the smoke. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that, and I'm just going to say things as is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I feel like that we need to stop looking for someone to be loyal to us and we need to stop looking for people that are going to be loyal. Instead, find somebody that aligns with your foundation. They align with where you want to go. They look like where you want to go, where you want to be. They're doing some of the things that you want to do. You want to be in the church or you're Muslim or you're Jewish. You want to be a good Jewish person. Then get a good Jewish man. And he's not going to be perfect. But you know he's going to be constantly trying. So he's going to have a foundation that he's constantly trying to build on. And I think that's what we need to look for. You asking someone to be loyal to you. I don't think that. To me, that's like insecurity. Mm-hmm. That's like you're asking someone to be the extension of yourself. That's controlling. I don't want a little me running around. <laughs> I want somebody that's going to like not upgrade me, but in a sense, that's going to make me better. That's going to call me out on my shit. That's going to say, hold up. Is that what you're doing? Because I thought we were going here. What's going on? So you're saying that people associate loyalty with? I think so. No matter what, right? Yes. So what word would you use, if you had to pick one, would you use um, instead of loyalty? I would use, and I don't know if it's a good word, but I'm glad that you asked that. I would use the word dedicated. I would mm. use the word dedicated. If your man or your woman cheats Dedication. on you, don't take that as, yeah. Because that is, I know. We might need that. We might. Right. <laughs> Drop but, that. Right. We need to, um, don't look for anyone that's trying to be loyal to you because people are imperfect. They make mistakes. Mm -hmm. If you're with someone and they cheat on you or they let you down, that shouldn't be your weight or your, you know, your problems to carry that. If I cheat on my husband, that's, that's something that I should have to carry. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course that hurt him and I need to be apologetic and I need to regain his trust. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to build a foundation and image for myself too. I stand on principles as well. Mm-hmm. If I don't believe in cheating, I go out and cheat my I cheat on my husband. Did I not? The biggest person I let down was myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Go why ahead, am I why, you know, I think and I'm looking at that probably from a woman's standpoint, more so than a man's perspective, because I feel like as women we carry so much shame. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of women that, you know, mm-hmm. they walk around, their head is up high. Oh, they don't want you to know. Like 
you know, they, they stay with men a little bit longer and, and, you know, they know these men are like probably mm-hmm. not the best for them. Mm-hmm. And they too ashamed to let them go. They're trying to cover up this image or yeah, cover these areas. tracks from them. And I just want that girl, that's not your shame. Mm-hmm. That, that man ain't shit. Mm-hmm. He ain't shit. That don't mean you got to continue to lay in his shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. We mm-hmm. need to like look for people that we align with through our principles, whatever yeah. we want to be. I think we need to stop looking for these words like, I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to be your ride or die. I don't want going to be my ride or die. Hold me down. Like they used to say, be his peace. No, he needs to be in peace within himself. I think I made my And then I'm being my, my cousin posted that shit. I don't like, I don't like that at all. My cousin posted that shit on Instagram and I said, if my man ever tell me this, on his way out the motherfucking door, I'm going to kick his ass <laughs> down the steps. Okay? <laughs> Be your peace, cause you try to say you want me to be your peace. Meaning, if I have a problem, don't come Shut to your me. Ass yeah. up. Shut up and just sit here and pray. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a peace for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like that, cause right. I feel like they just want you to just That's sit cool. there, be pretty, and smile through yeah. all the shit that they do yeah. for you, mm-hmm. because they don't want to hear it. Yep. Where my pe- so you want me to just shut the fuck up? Mm-hmm. Where my peace gonna be? Yeah. So I'm just bottling and channeling yep. and holding all this in. Because I don't want to upset you. I'm going to be right. your peace I'm while not. you my storm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't Absolutely. Do no. I think we need to, um, in, in, the, in me not liking the word loyalty, mm-hmm. I don't think that means that you neglect commitment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying we neglect commitment. That doesn't mean your man does something wrong and you out the door. Or your mm-hmm. woman does something wrong and you out the door. Mm-hmm. All I'm trying to say is if every day I'm working on t- myself to be a better person, yes. how can I do you wrong? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Okay. I'm, yeah. Ooh. yeah, so that's it. I just We all just continue to just work on ourselves. Wait, say that one more yeah, time. Yeah, say that one more time. If every day I'm working on myself to make myself a better person, then how can I do you wrong? Yes, Jordan. Yeah. Mm. That's a gem right Let there. Let me write that down. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> Get that on the notepad. Yeah, you definitely don't have to write that. I might forget that tomorrow. That's that's deep. Yeah, I just, that's you know, deep. I, and I'm 35 right now, and I'm looking. I'm you know I'm still looking at what my husband is gonna look like because mm-hmm. I'm not married. Mm-hmm. What are the things I want? Yeah. And I've passed by some men, and I have friends that tell me, "Well, he's a good guy. What's wrong with you?" Well, he is a good guy, but them not the principles, right? That doesn't mean he's mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And stop just trying to say, oh, he's a good guy. Yeah. Where? No, 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 no. What principles do you believe in? Yeah. Absolutely. What's your foundation? Yeah. Your, what do you want your children and father to look like? Yeah. I want a man that's going to be a father to my daughter. Mm-hmm. I think about like, what happened if I die? I know that's sick. What if I have children and Ooh, I die? Yeah, I have a book a that I'm... I don't even have kids. I don't have a book that I'm writing to them. Like a little... It's not a book. It's going to go on forever. They're going to have so much stuff. Just because I'm like, if I have children or I adopt and they're like little, they're a month or two months or even for my nieces and I leave, what's things that I would want to tell my younger self? I love I'll that. write that down to them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it started just a journal entry. And it's some, I want to read y'all some of the stuff that I write. <laughs> I just... I love it. And it's so stupid. But I, I hope know. they get it's to know brilliant. me. brilliant. Yes, I'm like, I want a father for my daughters. The, I want the father, I want, my grandfather, let me say it like this. My grandfather said, date a man that's better than me. Mm-hmm. And the father that I choose for my daughters, I want him to have that same concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want him to 
kind of sort of and I, I don't know how to phrase this but i want him to date my daughters i want him to court my daughters not in a creepy pedophilia type of way but i want him to open the door for them i want him to teach so, show them how to be he's being the example right. like I you want said him to be, the be the example right so that's important for me like because if he treats you that way me, they know that's the way right. honestly that literally turns me on when i see a Girl. man interact with their daughters yeah. the way that i feel like men should interact with they their mm-hmm. you know the female and they like yeah when I just watch how gentle they can be and how sweet they can be, how loving and how mm-hmm. like they lead them and teach them the right way that a man's supposed to well what we see in our eyes right. supposed to teach mm-hmm. them, you know, treat them. It just it just does something to me. I like it, it really does. As well as when I watch a man speak to their sons That's right. And teach them and talk That's to right. them. That's it just it, it just really does. Yeah. It just turns me right. on. Yeah. So because I didn't grow up with that, I didn't. Men, mm-hmm. if y'all listening, we giving y'all the game. <laughs> Come on now. That's right. You getting it? It's free. Yeah. Free game. Yeah. And I think I think for me, I've been like observing being in my thirties and watching, just I don't know, getting older and looking around. I've noticed that a lot more women struggle with their self-love and self-worth around this time like 30s and 40s and i know what it is it's because that's when stuff is really coming up and coming out that's when stuff is like really Mm -hmm. because you've you've had to raise kids Mm -hmm. you've had to maintain your family you've had to so you try to have kids put yourself yeah so you put yourself off you put yourself off you put yourself off you put yourself off and then things start to settle and then Mm -hmm. you're like in the mirror like oh this is me right waistline getting a little bit this is me this is how i talk this is how i act this is how i move like i've had to look at my own self like are you sure that you really love yourself you do you believe it though are you just saying that or do you really believe it or do you love yourself conditionally Mm -hmm. if you look a certain way then you love yourself more Mm -hmm. if your hair is a certain way then you love yourself more but that's only been once i've gotten to this age but as i look at a lot of women at a certain age it's like we have to really learn how to love ourselves. Absolutely. Do you hear me? Unconditionally. Absolutely. We I... have to love ourselves with no end. Because if we don't, no, we don't can't. We're not going to be we any good for anyone else. else. That's something I struggle with every day. You guys, it's so crazy. I need um, a psychiatrist. I don't know a psychiatrist, a therapist, somebody to tell me a name for it. Because I know it's a name for it. I can look in the mirror on Monday. And the person that I look in the mirror at and see on Friday can be completely two totally different people. So I can that was to that. saying that thirties, mm-hmm. and I and you know what this is what I'm praying for. I'm praying for the end of the thirties mm-hmm. is going to be like that phoenix through the like. Yeah. Fire. I know yeah. it's going. No, to I hear be. you. I complete. That's why I see certain people like Lizzo, mm-hmm. and she's just naked and free. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that freedom I is? Can't, no, I don't. I don't because I look at it and just wish I felt that I way. I'm getting but there. I'm always like, ah, don't touch I'm my stomach. Girl, don't touch my stomach. I'm He's like, I way. love that little what. No, but to see that I always Mm -hmm. just, I look at that like, I wish I was that free. Like Mm -hmm. I never feel that free. You know what I mean? So I I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, you know, before I I think, like you said, the thirties is where we reevaluate and assess. Yeah. By the time, hopefully before we get out of the thirties, by the time we get to our forties or whatever the case, we're there. But I think as women, 
it's not just it's not just it's not just us. It's not just black women. That's right. If you look at mm-hmm. other countries over in Asia, mm-hmm. women are always being told how oh. we should be, how we should look. feel, or yes. you should love this, or you should yes. You see them, and I, black men always like, women spend so much money on hair and makeup, black women, da da da. And you looking over in Asia, they got damn plastic surgery kiosk in the hotel. So yes. you like, what? you know, and uh, you see the pla- do you see how over there their makeup, they use a lot of um, what is it called? The little aesthetic pieces. Yes, like to change their right, bone the structures. And all yeah, of that. And yeah. I just feel like women shouldn't have to do that, and I really think that that's something else that you should think about when you're choosing a mate that he sees through you. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Not just yes. sees you, but he sees through yes. you. Bonnet, no bonnet. Right, mm-hmm. potential, no potential. Kick up. Cause I, I want somebody that's gonna love me regardless yeah, of the fuck I look like. Yeah, yeah. Cause let me tell you, fucking yeah. with me, you gonna see about yeah. six different people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girl, girl, it's gonna be about six different people. <laughs> so I just need you yeah, to love, love all me. six of yeah, them. You might not like me. some of them. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I got that holy uh, t-shirt, pajamas, and mm-hmm. you know what time of day it mm-hmm. is, or month or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and grandma draws what it is. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. And it's sometimes, you know, I got the little slinky, sexy nightgown yeah. too. And that's what yeah. I struggle with though, because I feel like even still, no matter if my husband's like, baby, I don't care what you look like. I don't care how you, you feel. like. know it. You have to know yeah. it. Because I'm in my mind like, no, you don't. Yeah. You know you don't want to grab like this it. pouch. This kangaroo pouch <laughs> is not what you it, want. Girl. And loves he it. He loves yes. it. Yes. But see how your own self, yeah. you own have to yeah. believe it. Yeah. If you don't, it don't matter he can love you till you blue and i'm not and i don't know how y'all gonna feel about this i might be i listen we speak individually here okay this is dorian speaking so let me tell you something if you don't love it get the fuck up and let's change right because this that's right i mean this life is too short for you to be going five ten six years from you hiding yourself from the world yeah and for you not to be loving yourself and out there living your best that's life. right. You're right. So you need. You feel like you depressed because you need to lose some weight. Come on, bitch. Let's hit that track. That's right. If you want to even go lay on the table, have some plastic right. surgery. Long as you go to the best plastic surgery, you ain't going to no hotel. Yeah. Then I support <laughs> yes, that. Yes. Do it right. If you feel like you want to relax right. or get it. Okay, you that's another thing. It. You don't yeah. have to be natural because everybody else is right. being natural. Okay? Whatever. Get a relaxer. I like all the pictures on Instagram. The plastic bodies, the <laughs> natural bodies, the little booties, big booties, <laughs> overweight, 300 all pounds, over. 100 pounds. You still beautiful. And I'm all happy over. to help all of y'all, but Absolutely. it's important that we feel beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, I just go ahead, do what makes you feel. Just don't let anybody make you push you into those. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, make sure it's something that you want. That's right. Self love. Self love. Thank Absolutely. you, ladies. You're beautiful. Yes, you are. Queen. You're beautiful. You're beautiful, queens. We yes. can wrap up. We can wrap up with that. I think that we can just leave them with that. Mm-hmm. You're beautiful. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if you don't like it, change it. It's in your hands. Right. Let's go. Let's Definitely. get it. It's we in your so hands. We got so much light to be living out here. Yes. I was talking about being on the beach. I don't know about y'all. I'm going to have to find a private beach because I ain't with the swinging. But, but for those of you that are, I love it. I love all of y'all. But I want Just to be on the beach. Just because you're at a new naked. beach does not mean you're a swinger. I grandpa. I mean, that's But you're true. not a swinger. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I have friends that go to the new beaches and they're not swinging. 
But I just feel, y'all, I just be feeling like my sister be coming to bed. I'm going to be naked since I'm going to be here. She's free. She's free. She's free. I'm not there yet, though. But listen, close. that's why I say it's going to have to be, I'm close. Maybe you have to start from top. You know, just go yeah, to a topless beach. Top. And see. then you move to the new. See, right. you got to start somewhere. Yeah, because I don't want to be free. Yeah. You know, it's just free. This is me. Yes, it is. Yes. Moves on left, right. It is what it is. <laughs> left, right. Yeah. I agree. Okay. I agree. So on that note, I guess we out of here. We will see y'all next episode. Next you episode, guys want to leave them with anything? Hit up our comment section. Reckless therapy with the what? A with the W. w. Gee, gee, gee.